Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about five reasons that the medication Synthroid is not working for you. Now this information still applies to those taking levothyroxine and basically any T4 only medication, but let's get into it. If you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist and I specialize in helping people with thyroid problems, hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. So let's get our board so we can talk about Synthroid. By the way, if you haven't already, make sure that you hit the subscribe and the notification bell so you get notified when I have videos out like this. This will be very helpful if you have thyroid problems. So, as I said, we're going to be talking about Synthroid and Levothyroxine. These are the most commonly prescribed thyroid medications. I think actually Levothyroxine is the number one most prescribed, or at least it was in like 2016 or so, for all people in the United States. So this is a very common thyroid medication. Now the problem is, many people taking it, they just don't feel well on it. Okay, so we're gonna try and explain why that is. Now, yes, there's going to be some people who are gonna say it's a terrible medication, yada, yada, yada. Yes, there is some truth to that, okay? But for a lot of you listening to this, you can do some of these things, and I would say, I would submit that you should do some of these things first before you start trying to switch medication. So we'll talk about this because some of them are easily fixable. So number one, the number one reason I would say, not number ones in, term of in terms of importance, but just the number one thing we're gonna be talking about right now, is your dose. Okay, so what happens if you're taking thyroid medication like Synthroid and it's not working? Well, you have to look at your dose, okay? This is true of all medications. It's true of supplements. It's true of even food, right? If you're not eating enough food, it's not, you know, you're not going to be able to uh, maintain your weight or whatever it is, right? Build muscle mass and so on. So same thing is true with Synthroid in terms of its dose. If you're not taking enough, it's not going to replace the amount of thyroid hormone that is lost in your body or sluggish, because remember, if you have hypothyroidism and your thyroid is low, you want to replace that lost amount of thyroid thyroid hormone in your body with the Synthroid, and that will bring you back up into balance, okay? So most people are taking a dose that is too low, meaning they're not taking enough. And I know that because guess what? Almost every single one of you is being dosed based upon something called the TSH. Now, every time you dose based upon the TSH, it's almost always going to be an inferior or inaccurate way to assess how much thyroid hormone your body actually needs. Now, I'm not going to get into the specifics of why that is, but let me just say it has to do with the fact that your pituitary gland, which senses this, it doesn't have the right receptors compared to other cells in your body. So all T4 will drop the TSH, but that doesn't mean other cells in your body actually are getting the thyroid hormone that they need. Okay, so if you are dosing based upon the TSH, you're most always going to be taking a low, a low dose, which means it's not going to work in you. Okay, so what do you need to do instead? You need to look at your free thyroid hormone. So that includes free T3 and free T4. What these tell you is how much free thyroid hormone is available for use. You don't get that by looking at the TSH, so you have to look at these. So if you look at these and you find that these values are still too low, and you're, then that means your dose probably needs to be upped a little bit, and that may actually help you. Doesn't guarantee that it will, but that's one of the first places that you should look. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is absorption. Okay, so this is almost as important as dose because it doesn't matter what medication you're taking by mouth if it's not actually getting into, inside of your body. Okay, so the reason we take medications by mouth is because we need them to get through, they go down our intestinal tract, they get absorbed into the venous system um, in around your uh, viscera in your gut, and then it gets taken to your liver, it gets processed to the heart, and then it goes throughout the entire body. So that's the process, okay? Now, this is different because that's not how it happens in your body. Your body secretes it naturally straight into the bloodstream and it just goes out to the body. But if it goes through the gut, it has to go through the lining, it has to go through the liver, it has to go through like three or four steps before it even gets to the heart to be pumped out to the rest of the body. And guess what? There are many of you listening to this 
who may not even be able to get that into your body, all right? So you probably know, and we're gonna be talking about this last, there's a bunch of restrictions regarding how to take your Synthroid because doctors are so worried that it's not actually getting into your body. So it could very well be the case that you're taking the right dose, you're taking the right medicine, but it's not actually making it into your body. And so that's what we call absorption issues. So how do you know if you have absorption issues? Well, I would the first place that I would look, and there's a lot of places to look, but the first place would be the gut. And what I mean by that is like, how, how is your intestinal tract performing? Are you having symptoms like irritable bowel syndrome? Are you having abdominal pain or cramps or gas or bloating or constipation or diarrhea or whatever, acid reflux? Any sort of symptom that fits into those categories may be an indication that something's wrong with your gut, which may be an indication that your thyroid hormone is, or synthroid is not getting absorbed. So look at the gut and treat those problems if you need to. A lot of people are on these things called PPIs. And these are called acid, well, they're in the class of acid blockers, which means that they drop the amount of acid that your body, that your stomach produces. And this impacts how well you can break down and absorb food, also medications, also Synthroid. Okay, so if you're taking a PPI or an acid blocker, that may negatively impact how much is being absorbed. And again, you could swallow down 200 micrograms of Synthroid all day long, but if it's not getting into your body, it's not doing what you need, and therefore it's not going to be effective. So absorption, make sure you look at your gut and treat your gut if you need to. Number three is called conversion. Okay, so this is where we get into a little more uh, nuance, okay? And we're gonna be talking about number three and number four, which is where many of you probably have heard about in the past, and that's the reason why some of you might want to switch medications entirely away from Synthroid and level thyroxine to other medications. Now, yes, it is going to be the case that there are some people who just have a problem in what's called thyroid conversion, and what that refers to is their ability to activate Synthroid medication, okay? So I'm gonna try and make this simple, but basically what happens is Synthroid contains only T4, so does level thyroxine, and in order for that T4 to be activated, it must be converted to something called T3. This is the active thyroid hormone. Now, a lot of people do not do this very well, and I'll tell you what, all doctors assume that you do it very well. So there's a big mismatch between, you know, who's actually doing this well and who isn't, all right? Now, one of the ways that you can check kind of comes back up to these tests that I mentioned before was your free T3 and your free T4. So you can actually look and say, hey, I'm taking T4, which therefore, which means therefore that my T4 level should be high. And if I'm taking T4, it should be turning into T3. And if it isn't, for instance, if you have a high T4 or a normal T4 and a low T3, that may indicate a conversion problem. You can also order something called the reverse T3. We're getting a little more complicated than I wanted to for this video, but there are ways to assess for this conversion issue. Now, let me tell you this also, which is very important. Approximately, according to the studies, 20% of you listening to this do not do this process very well due to your genetics, okay? And it has to do with something called the deionase enzyme. Now, we don't need to get into that specifically, but just understand that just statistically speaking, 20% of you taking Synthroid are not going to be doing this very well. Okay, so that's a lot of people. And if you can't convert it, then the medication is not going to work that well for you. Now, before we talked about the dose and the absorption, these are things that can be solved, right? You can take a higher dose. You can increase absorption by addressing your gut. But it's kind of hard to force your body to do something that it's genetically, you know, in opposition of, okay? So it's, it's hard to make your body do that if your genetics say that you don't do it very well to begin with. And this is where it might come into number four, which is you might just be on the wrong medication. Okay, so doctors... When especially endocrinologists and family practice doctors or PCPs, they pretty much have one or two medications in their toolkit for treating hypothyroidism. And that's levothyroxine, first and foremost, maybe Synthroid. But whenever they give you a medication or a prescription for Synthroid, your pharmacy is probably gonna switch it without you knowing it to levothyroxine, which means they're kind of a one-trick pony in that regard. But there are many other thyroid medications. We have T3-only medications, we have NDT medications, 
and there's a whole other class of medicines within this one. We have different types of T4 medications and so on. So I want you to expand your understanding and what you know is available in terms of medications for the treatment of hypothyroidism. And it may be true that no matter what you do here, if you're on Synthroid, it's just not the right medication for you, okay? So you should be aware of that. Now, the last one is you're taking, it is possible you're just taking it incorrectly or you're taking it wrong. Now, remember, there are lots of rules and restrictions when it comes to taking Synthroid. Um, and there are lots of these rules because they want to make sure that it's getting into your body and that your dose is correct and all these other things. But I find that a lot of patients simply are not taking it correctly. For instance, um, so most people are told to take it in the morning. That's true, right? Most people are, the pharmacist says, make sure you take this in the morning. Don't take it, you know, around food or supplements or coffee or anything like that, right? And the reason they, they're telling you to do that is so that you have the maximum chance possible to absorb all of it, right? But there are studies that show that taking it actually in the PM or the nighttime is equal to and sometimes better than taking it in the morning. So you should be aware of that. I have videos on that if you want. Another thing that I see people doing is taking their Synthroid with coffee, okay? Coffee is going to dramatically reduce talk about absorption, how much of that medication is getting in your body because coffee speeds up your intestinal tract. So don't be taking your Synthroid with coffee. And if you are, that may explain why it's not working for you. The second one is food. Okay. A lot of people first thing in the morning, what do they do? They eat breakfast. Okay. So some people are wise to this and they'll take their medication early and then they'll eat, you know, a couple hours later, but people, sometimes people just have their coffee, their morning breakfast and their thyroid medication all at once. Okay. That's a recipe for not getting any inside your body. Okay. That's a problem. And then the last one is taking it with other supplements. So if you know anything about me, I'm a big fan and a proponent proponent of using thyroid supplements. I think that they have a lot of value, but certain supplements and nutritional um, uh, ingredients and minerals and things like that, they decrease the effectiveness of thyroid medication in terms of its absorption. And sometimes its ability to work inside your body. The two that I'm focusing on here are iron and calcium. So you must, must, must take your Synthroid and level thyroxine at least four hours away from iron or calcium. If you are taking the, uh, your Synthroid with these medications, they're going to bind to it and just render it inactive and your body will not be able to break it down or absorb it. So that could potentially be an issue as well. So we have five things here. We have the dose I would say is, is pretty common. So a lot of you, you know, it could work for you, but you're just on the wrong dose. Absorption, I think plays another really big role for many of you here. Conversion, you know, like I said, statistically at least 20%, that number gets higher when you start factoring in things like obesity and inflammation, which all affect conversion as well. So 20% is a kind of a low ball estimate, I would say. Wrong medication, again, kind of fits in with number three. And then you're taking it wrong. I would say a fair amount of you might fall into this category as well. If you think you fall into any of these categories, leave your comment below and tell me which one you think that you, you know, you were doing wrong or, or if you fixed it and you didn't have any improvement, I want to know here. I want to hear about your story. So leave that in comment below as well. If you haven't already, be sure to download my free thyroid uh, resources. I have a whole list of, I think, eight different downloadable resources, all designed to help you, you know, improve your thyroid function naturally and so on. A list of thyroid medic, a list of thyroid uh, lab tests that you should get, including optimal ranges and so on. So make sure you download that. I'll have the link in the description. Description. And otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.